Welcome back, beloved family. Welcome to A Hope Kingdom Ministry, where we give you food for thought. Our intention is to give you something more to think about. Today, beloved family and friends, we're talking about being hungry. Are you hungry? Are you hungry or are you content and satisfied? Maybe you have just settled for what you have now and you feel like it's good enough. Well, beloved, I'm here to tell you there is more, much more. Beloved, I am so hungry. I'm hungry for more more of my heavenly father and my precious savior, more of his set apart, set apart spirit, the Holy Spirit. I want to know them better. I want to know them like Adam and Kua, who's called Eve did, you know? How they walked and talked with them in the cool of the day. They really knew them, you know, and I say, them, but I could very easily say him. He, Yahuwah, Alua, which the Almighty One, you may call him Jehovah or Elohim, the Almighty One acting or working in three different offices. I'll say that again. Yahuwah, the Almighty One, known to most as Jehovah or Elohim, is working and are in three different offices. One, Yah, the Heavenly Father, equals Yah above us. Yahusha, called Jesus, the Living Word and Savior, equals Yah with us. He came to live with us. Rukadush, the set-apart spirit, the Holy Spirit, equals Yah in us. You get it, beloved? Yah above us, Yah with us, Yah in us. Now, you may say it this way, God above us, God with us, God in us. He is one. He's not a trinity. He's the almighty one, not ones. There's only one. And we have to know all of him, beloved. We have to know his mind and his hand. You know? You know what I mean? Well, to know the mind of Yah is more important than knowing the hand of Yah. Or more important than knowing the hand of God. To know the mind of Yah, who most of you call God, is to know his ways. To know the hand of Yah is to know his acts, his miracles, his miracles, his signs and wonders, you know, the great things that he's done. See, that was the difference between Moses and Yashorol, known to most as the Israelites. Moses was hungry, so he had an intimate relationship with Yah. He, that's why he was able to know the mind, the ways of Yah. He knew the mind, his ways. Uh, And, of course, he knew his hand, the power, because he was right there with him. But he knew his mind. And Yasharal, the Israelites, only knew the hand, his acts of Yah. They only knew the hand of Yah, his acts, the the miracles that he did. 
They were not hungry, so they did not have an intimate relationship with Yah. Friends, family, it is impossible to have an intimate, supernatural, father-child relationship with the Heavenly Father if you don't hunger and thirst for more of Him. Now, Matthew 5, 6 says, here's the King James Version, said, Blessed are they which do hunger and thirst after righteousness, for they shall be filled. Now, I, I like to, the way the Amplified Version says it. Blessed, Baruch, joyful, nourished by Yah's goodness, Bible says God's goodness, are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, those who actively seek right standing with Yah. Bible says, actively seek right standing with God, for they will be completely satisfied. You hear that? Beloved, he is righteousness. So when you hunger, or when, if you hunger for and thirst for righteousness, you are hungering and thirsting for him. He is righteousness. There would be no righteousness without him. He can't just be righteous because he's, he's pure righteousness. He is righteousness. And he is who I live for. And what I live for is fulfilling his will to complete my Yah-given assignment. Beloved, we all were given an assignment. We are on this earth because to work. We have an assignment. We are on a mission. And we have a, a purpose. So I ask you, what are you living for? Hmm? Or shall I say to some of you, who or whom are you living for? Most people are living for something. They live for fame, to be rich, to have power, to be loved, or even to be beautiful, etc. Maybe you live for your government job. Or your ministry. None of these are worth living your life for. Yes, including your ministry. That's not worth living your life for. Just your ministry. Maybe it's not a what, but a who you're living for. Maybe you're living for your parents. Your children your husband or your wife, your boyfriend or your girlfriend, your boss, your friends, or maybe you're just living for yourself. I can tell you right now, beloved, none of them are worth living for. None of them can save you or heal you, including, including yourself. Nor can they give you eternal life in paradise. So why are we wasting our time living for any of them? There are some parents that just don't know what to do with their life after their children live. They were living their lives for their children. And after they grow up and leave them, they feel like they don't have a purpose anymore. Or a husband, a, a husband divorces his wife and she was living for him. Now she feels like my life is over. I don't want to live. I want to die. That's wrong. 
And there are also some people that don't live for anything or anybody. They actually question why they were born, why they have to live. They feel like their life is so miserable, lonely, unfulfilled, and worthless that they really want to die. And the only reason they still live is because they are afraid to die. What a prison they live in. They are afraid of living and afraid of dying. Hmm. What that says to me is they don't know who their father, the Most High, is. And they don't know who they are or what they're here for. As I said earlier, you are, we are on a mission and not an impossible mission, but a possible mission sent by the creator himself. You call him God. That's not his name. You know, that's a title. It's, it's a title. In the original Hebrew, his name is Yahuwah. You may call him Jehovah. The reason your mission is not impossible, family, is because of what the Savior, Yahusha, who's known as Jesus, did for us. He paid for all of our sins, past, present, and future. He became a curse for us. Yes, for each one of us, you and me. It is not right for parents to make their children live the life they think they should live. We, and I say we because I am a parent too, do not know more than the Father Yah. But you could say that the Father God knows. Believe me, He has a better life in store for us and our children than we can ever imagine. But we have to seek Him and his guidance and wisdom to really know why we were blessed with life, even though some some actually think they were cursed with life. Life is not a curse. It's not knowing what you were born for. That's a curse. If you don't think you have a purpose for living, again, I say, you don't know who our Father, Yahuwah, or you would say the Lord, is. He wants to prosper you. He wants you to be healthy. And he wants you to have an expected end, which means he wants to give you a great future. After all, he's a great Alua, or you may say a great God. Now, I know you as a people have had a hard time. And many say you won't amount to much. And they have said that about my people too. But they don't mean, but but what they say, that doesn't mean they are right. If somebody told you you're not going to amount to anything, or if they told you your people aren't don't mean anything or not going to amount or anything, that doesn't mean they're right. I can tell you now, they are wrong. You were meant for greatness. 
We are all meant for greatness. The Most High thinks you are awesome. He thinks you are special and he knows better than anyone. After all, he's the one that created everyone. And he said, all that I have created is good. Now, who's going to contest, contest what he said? Who's going to go against what he said? The Almighty who knows everything, who made everything. He said, you are good. Now, I'm not going to beg you. But I do want to sort of plead with you to become hungry. If you're not hungry, are you just content? I don't mean, um, you know, be content with, you know, the nationality you were made, the the sex you were made, male or female, you know, the gifts and talents you, you, you were given. That's, I mean, be content with how, with, who, how God, how he made you. But don't be content with what you know of him, what you have him. There's so much more. Are you work? Are you raising the dead? Are you working signs and miracles? Are you cleansing the leper, healing the sick? If you're not, you're missing. Do, do you live in perfect peace? Do you feel sometimes just get overwhelmed with his love or it just feels like liquid love going all through your body? Then you're missing something. There's more. There is more. He's so much more. We will never be able to receive all of him in this frail human body. But but, beloved, don't you want to get as much as you can, as much as you can take to be filled? Have you had an undeniable experience with his set-apart Holy Spirit? I'm talking about being filled. Well, you felt the power and the presence of someone coming into you and well, you and your life changed since then. If you haven't, you're missing something. There is more. You need to get hungry for that more. I remember I heard a lady saying, I want the more. And I remember... I heard it, it was on a teaching, and I remember rebuking her. Look, the more, what's that? Everybody got something to say. The more. Now I rebuke myself. I understand what she's talking about now. The more. There is more. Don't just be satisfied to just know his hand. Okay, you know he does miracles, you know. But do you know his heart? Do you know his thoughts? Do you know, really know how much he loves you? Do you know what your purpose is? We must become hungry and thirsty. When you become hungry and thirsty, you will be filled. In other words, if you don't hunger and thirst, you won't be filled. And I'm not talking about hungry today. Oh, I'm hungry today, but then you forget about it next, next tomorrow or next week. It's an ongoing, you know, you've got to be hungry and help me stay hungry. Stay hungry, get filled. And once you get filled, you know, I mean, when you eat a meal, do you, uh, does that meal last you the rest of your life? No. When you get a good glass of 
water and quench your thirst. Is that does that quench your thirst forever? No. When I say stay hungry, it's like you constantly coming to be filled. You know, it's not where you be oh please. It's not a where you're desperate because he doesn't want you desperate. He wants you filled more than you want to be, more than I want to be. But we have to hunger and thirst for him. He's so awesome. I have to tell you, I uh, I was in tears and just crying out to him and saying, I, I, I need, I don't just want more, beloved. I need more. I need more. And I believe that he put this need, this 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 desire, you know, available. I mean, we have to re- be available and and receptive of it because we, as human beings, we you know we want just hunger on our own. But I'm here to tell you, your life could be so much better if you have a good life now. That's good. Do you know it could be way better? Yes. He is, he's awesome. He's so awesome. That's what I wanted to talk to you about, beloved. Being hungry. Are you hungry? If you're not, if you weren't, are you wanting, seeking to be hungry and thirsty? Do you desire to be hungry and thirsty, to hunger and thirst after righteousness, after him? Then pray for it. Tell him, Father, I want to hunger for you. I want to hunger and thirst for you so that I can be filled. Because I know your word says, if I hunger and thirst, I will be filled. Hmm. We got to want him more than we want life itself. More than we want our next breath. More than we want our next heartbeat. And we have to have those to live. More than your children, more than your husband, more than your job, more than your career, more than anything. Okay, I I think it was put on my heart to play this song. Um... It's called, I want you. I believe in me. I want you, Lord Jesus. And that's when I recorded it on my first gospel album. Of course, you know me now. I want you, Yahusha Mashiach. You who is known as Lord Jesus. While I get set up for that, I wasn't sure if I was going to play a song I... Just being led by his rook, his spirit. 
I'll get set up for that. In the meantime, think about it. There's so much more. You are missing so much more. There's so much more he wants to bless you with. He wants to give you. He wants to do for you. But you got to get close. How do you get more? Get closer and closer to him. Seek his face. Sit at his feet. Sometimes you may get there and don't even say anything. You're not asking for anything. You're not playing music. You just say, I'm here. I'm sitting here. Whatever you want to say to me, whatever you want to do to me, please say it. Do it. I'm here for you. And I want you, I want to experience more of you. Matter of fact, before I play that song, play, play the song, let me pray. Oh, Heavenly Father, we come before you today as one desiring more of you, to desiring to experience more of you. <clears throat> Excuse me. You are more than we can intake. We can't intake all of you. But there's so much more. We want as much as we can stand, as we can take. We hunger for righteous, more righteousness. You are righteousness. To be able to walk and talk in the cool with you, to hear you like we hear our own voice, like we hear each other. To know your heart, to know what you want us to do, to know where you want us to go. To be in your presence where we just feel your love all around us. To where we're just sometimes overtaken, overshadowed your love, and we just fall down under the power of your spirit. And just be refreshed, renewed, rejuvenated. Oh, we need you. We need to experience more of you. We know you're not holding back anything. You gave it all. You, 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 it's all there for the taking. Help us by your precious set apart spirit, Holy Spirit. Help us know how to get what we've been given, how to receive it, how to take it and keep it. I don't want us to end this life, to go through the rest of this, our lives, this life without knowing what it's like to have all of you that we can stand. To know your mind, your heart, and your ways. To know your thoughts, how you think about us, what you, what you think about things. To know how much you love us. This is my prayer. This is my plea. This is my petition for all of us. For us, your chosen few. I pray for the chosen few and for your for the body, for your people. We all need to hunger and thirst for more of you. To know more of you. And be available and willing to be filled. And I pray, decree, declare, pray, plead all of these things, all of this 
in the beloved name of salvation, Yahusha Mashiach, the Messiah, who is known to most of the world as Jesus, the Messiah. Hallelujah. All right, beloved, I'm going to pause this for a moment so I can set up the song, okay? I'll be right back. I'm back. You didn't. You couldn't even miss me, right? <laughs> Doesn't seem like I went anywhere. Okay, so I'm going to silence this music and play the song. I want you, Lord Jesus, restored in my heart is I want you, Master Yahusha Mashiach. Okay, let's stall this. And before I go, let me say this. Until we meet again, beloved. Yah willing, of course. Shalom.
See you next time, family.